Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the EFES podcast. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, Chase Urey here with the FS Nation podcast, coming to you with episode number five. Excited for this episode as I am for all of the episodes that we do, but extremely excited today as we have a good friend of ours, top producer extraordinaire, and just absolutely uh, fantastic to uh, work with on a day-to-day basis. I say that I'm going to curb the pleasantries for now so we can get right to it, but um, very special guest today. Uh, As I mentioned before, we're going to be continuing to bring on some elite level individuals, great people first and foremost, but also some of the elite level producers in the industry. Uh, last episode, we had Ryan Carison, who is our VP of de- you know, business development. He uh, did a great job kind of covering contracts, the importance of having great culture, and uh, some of the do's and the don'ts of what to look out for as a new agent in the business. Today, we're going to get back to the productive uh, production, uh, writing business, scaling your business type conversation as we've got Jason Horn from Alabama on with us. Jason, thanks for jumping on with us today. Hey, glad, glad to be a part of, part of the, the uh, FS podcast. Uh, truly, Man, we're, truly honored, sir. We're fired up to have you here, buddy. And also, just in case you're wondering, Jason is also a heck of a golfer, so he fits right in as well with the rest of the crew. But uh, Jason has a tremendous story that you're going to be able, I believe, you're going to be able to take some nuggets away from today. Whether you're listening in just audio or you're watching this on YouTube, Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, you probably have a little bit of a snippet. Go back, check out this full episode on all podcast platforms, and you'll be able to really find some gold nuggets here in Jason's story. And we're going to try and extract those out today. Uh, But Jason, it's it's been a pleasure to work with you and get to know you uh, over the short amount of time we've had the pleasure of working together. You've got an awesome, awesome gentleman that you work closely with and Ron Reed, who we've had on. uh, And we're going to have to reshoot that one podcast that we did due to some technical difficulties. But uh, you've really been somebody who's been a student of the game from the moment you jumped into the business. And I want to start off with, for everybody in our audience, if you're if you're out there right now and you're new to the business, and I'm going to set the, set the stage here for you, if you're new to the business or you're out there and you're struggling right now, you're going to pick some things up that you can put into your, your day-to-day right now that I think will help you because Jason is doing this every day. And I'm going to set the table by telling you, Jason, uh, in his first year with, with FS, and Jason, correct me, it wasn't even a full year. Uh, over 200,000 in production on the board. And then last year, first full year in the business, over 400,000, almost half a million dollars in personal production in the final expense space on the board and absolutely crushed it. And you just, you continue to get better, it seems like every single day. Uh, connected, you're a big part of the culture. Uh, you're in the chat, you know, helping people out if you can. You're also out there, you know, throwing words of encouragement out. Absolutely love that. I want to start at the genesis of this you know, talking a little bit about what you were doing before you got in the business and how did you find the business overall? Uh, well, p- prior to getting into the in- insurance industry, I was in the medical field. Um, I had a job that I really enjoyed doing, um, but I had dreams that were much bigger than what that job was going to be able to fulfill for me. Um, it, it, when I first got into the medical field, the picture I was painted was a, a future that my dreams could be met, but it didn't take long for me to realize that you know, I was at I was at a ceiling, and the dreams I had and, and the aspirations I had uh, were far beyond the scope of anything that job would uh, provide me. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed working in, in surgery; like I loved that. So it really got it kind of it kind of kept me from taking the jump for for quite some time. I, I kind of handcuffed myself uh, financially and career wise by just being comfortable and not being 
so open to, uh, you know, embracing change. But my, my cousin actually is in the final expense industry as well. And for about two years, he kind of put it in my ear because he had heard me, uh, you know, just kind of complaining about some of the the, the downsides of my, of my previous job. And it, it took me two years to finally take the jump. Um, but when I did, you know, he, he, he's, he's the one that, that directed me to FS. He, he, his exact words were, everyone that I trust in the industry vouches for this company. So he, he put me in contact with FS and uh, that, that was such a blessing because FS has been uh, just phenomenal for me. And the, the culture we have here of support and encouragement and, you know, it's, it's, it's really unique. And, and I give you a lot of credit for this because culture starts at the top. It really does. And it's a, it's a great place. We're, we're, we're like one big team here and we, we yeah. all celebrate the successes of others. Um, people that we don't even know. I mean, I, I stay plugged in. So I, I recognize when there's a new person, uh, you know, in our, in our group chat or on the morning calls calling out our numbers. And it, it just puts a smile on my face to hear of other people having success. And I'm not the only one that feels that way. You can tell across the board, you know, we're a, a, a company that, that really celebrates the success of ourselves and of other people. Um, and I give you a lot of credit for that. And also credit, you know, the people that we've brought, brought into the company, they're just good people, you know, at the, the uh, sales conference in Dallas, so many people that I, I got to meet, you can just tell they're genuine people, good to be around, that they care about other people. Uh, not you don't find people like that every day and somehow we put together this group that is just you know the exception to the rule so uh, i give you a lot of credit for that and for the people we brought in because it's just quality people uh, but yeah i was in the medical field for 11 years loved it on a salary um so there was some comfort and security in that uh, but i always felt like i had a i had a knack for sales even though i'd never actually sold a single thing i felt like i had that ability um and then, you know, my cousin putting this in my ear for so long, I finally decided to take the jump. And it was very scary, uh, scary to say the least, uh, to, to go from a, a, a salary position to a, a complete commission environment. Uh, but, you know, FS provided me with all the training. And, and, I, and I did a lot of preparation on the front end of, of uh, you know, mental preparation and, and trying to prepare myself for what I would face. I, I know you used to do those um podcast I know in the trenches and when it was Monday night uh, Q&A or something like that I had yeah. probably seen all of those uh, podcasts two or three times over before I ever stepped in the field for the first day because uh, I really prepared myself mentally for what I would face and you know with that and then I, I can't give enough credit to Ron Reed who you mentioned a minute ago I mean I couldn't have asked for a better upline he, he's been phenomenal from the start to this day um, he's more than an upline to me he's one of my, yeah. my he really he's a, he's a great guy and, and i attribute a lot of my success especially early on to him being there for me it wouldn't matter what he was doing he could have been with the client signing on the dotted line if that phone rang and he saw my name answered yep. it every single time and a lot of people do not have that in an upline so i recognize that i give him credit i'm thankful for him thankful for you the whole situation i mean fs couldn't have been a, a better place for me to land to uh, get this whole career started well, it's very nice of you to say, and I personally appreciate that and thank you. And I could not agree with you more. Ron Reed, one in a million. Um, I remember hearing about Ron before we had the opportunity to work together and then getting a chance to know Ron, like just salt of the earth, great guy. Also, if he tells you something, you can take it to the bank. Um, one of the most genuine guys ever and thankful for that relationship as well. Appreciate all the pleasantries, but the thing I, I want to really hone in on that you just touched on was 
I love the culture. Like selfishly, I love the culture because you made a comment that that just kind of brings it all full circle. It makes you happy or it, makes, it gets you excited when you see someone new jump in and start going and start finding success and you're celebrating them. That's just there's organizations that have it. Maybe it's few and far between, but that right there, that, there's something special there. And I love that. You know, love seeing, uh, you know, Diamato who brings his son and his buddy on and they're 20 something years old and they just get rolling or somebody coming from a completely different market, regardless of background, age. It's awesome to hear you say that because I've always kind of sat and marveled at, at all of you guys as leaders have, you know, I could be in there pom-poming it up and that doesn't mean anything. You guys doing it, showing those uh, those new producers and those new team members the love has always been big because as we talked about in prior podcasts, you know, this business is not easy and it's, it's not easy at all. There's nothing easy about it. Uh, but it's also, it can be a lonely business. If you don't have culture, you don't have a team, you don't have people that you can, you can, uh, you can just, you know, hang, hang around, talk shop as we talk about celebrate, educate and commiserate. And I've always really appreciated and enjoyed that part of, of seeing you since, since joining on the team is you, you'll jump right in the fire with somebody if they have a question or if you have a question, like that community has always been special. And I want to, I want to kind of drill in on one, one, some, one little topic real quick. As, uh, as you mentioned that about the community, there's the new agents that get started. And I mentioned the business not being easy and you did a great job speaking at the event, uh, you helped a lot of people at the event gain knowledge that they were able to take and put in their business. Being still what I would consider fairly new to the business, even though highly successful, absolute killer producer. For those that are new to the business, my son, my sister, my brother, someone else's buddy, whoever gets in, we've all been there at some point. What do you attribute your success to coming right out of the gate and just coming out swinging immediately? What do you attribute that to? Well, I did not have a plan B. You know, that was that was the biggest thing. It, it was, you know, sink or swim. One hundred percent. We matter of fact, I actually not only did I make the transition from my previous job to this new industry, but we also moved from my hometown where all my family is down to you know, the Gulf Coast down in South Alabama. Uh, we ended up in a, in a home where our monthly budget and expenses even went up a little bit. So here I am leaving a a a, uh, a salary position going into full commission. And now my monthly budget has also increased some as well. Um, so it was, you know, I, it, it, to, to save my pride, I didn't want to fail. I, I, didn't, I didn't have a plan B. I, I didn't, also didn't have a, a, a huge bankroll to, you know, take my time learning this business. I had to figure it out. I, you know, the amount of money I had saved up to, to be able to pay for leads and get this thing rolling was really, you know, four to five weeks worth. So I, it, it, I, had, I had no choice but to hit the ground running. So that's why on the front end of things, I did as much preparation as I could mentally. So my first day in the field, you know, I, I had already heard of the things I was going to hear. I had already been told over and over how to handle those situations. And the first time, you know, you hear it, it's kind of rough, you know, it's right. kind of a rough, like a rough draft. But after, it, it, having that, that uh, preparation on the front end is a seamless transition. It happened really quickly into me just being comfortable uh, and, and handling myself in a way around strangers that I typically would not have done, you know, be, be taking control in someone else's home. Uh, yeah. politely uh, commanding them in their home to do this and that, you know, taking control and being the authoritative figure to someone you just met moments ago. That's not who I was whatsoever. I mean, matter of fact, even doing things like this, you know, this whole business has been me getting out of my comfort zone and being com comfortable doing it. Yep. Uh, I remember 
first time you asked me to speak on a morning call. Uh, I said yes. I didn't want to, but I said yes because I was so thankful for what this industry has done to me. Like, yep. I feel a little emotional talking about it now. It changed my life in, in a way yep. that uh, I feel so extremely blessed and fortunate and lucky. So to, to be able to pay that forward to somebody else, for, to have that opportunity, I want to take it every time. So, you know, it's progressed from the morning call to them speaking at the, the uh, event. You know, I'll, that's not my normal comfort zone. Um, yep. But I've gotten used to, to getting out of it on a daily basis, uh, and it gets easier each time. Uh, yeah, there's four things that you just mentioned right there that are also kind of pillars of the training to get to a level of success in the business that you just mentioned that I want to highlight. Number one, the, the most recent one, which is you got comfortably uncomfortable. You know, you got you got comfortable being in uncomfortable situations. And I, I laughed when you said the morning call part, because I was nerding out, even though we have a relationship, I was nerding out getting you on the call because I knew you were going to do great. But then I also, being Switzerland, I also see the other side of the coin. I understand the anxiety that can come having done that for the first time. Somebody out there listening in, they may not understand it, but they may not have been, you know, put on a, on the spot to to lead and and share some words of wisdom. Uh, the day when that comes, they'll, they'll maybe understand that. But you you mentioned that getting comfortably uncomfortable. The other thing that you said that it resonates from you. It resonates from your mentor, Ron. Um, it's in your inner being. I feel that every time I'm around you guys, which is gratitude. I feel that from you. Um, I, I know that there's a gratefulness, not to equity or anything, grateful for the opportunity, as you just mentioned. I love that. But then you touched on two other things that if you're listening in right now, I highly recommend that you just make note of this mental note, put it on your phone, whatever. When you were getting started, there were two things that you just said, not that the other weren't important. You were a sponge in just soaking up everything you can in terms of knowledge, experience from someone else, turning it into your own experience so you hadn't hit that, that wall yet or that, had that experience. And then also just understanding that there's, I, I got to push my chips all in here. Now, there's some people out there that are getting into the business totally different than you. Like you're, you literally went all in. New house out of a comfortable salary, as you mentioned. And I've heard your story before, and I think it's powerful. And I'm glad you just shared it. But for, for those that are listening, and if you're struggling right now, I think if you do a little little checkup from the neck up and look in the mirror, are you really all in? You know, that's that's something that we have to ask ourselves. I, I have to ask myself that sometimes, you know, when I'm, I'm starting to complain about something or, you know, this didn't go my way. You really pushed all your chips in the middle of the table. You went all in. And you removed any potential for excuses because you did all of this legwork, all of this studying to become a sponge. Man, that is so powerful to hear you say that in terms of that leading you to where you are today, because I haven't noticed a difference in you. Now, the production continues to climb, but you're on every morning call. Now we got the CEO of, of Horn Enterprises on with you on there as well, listening in, learning. But you've never broken that routine. You seem to be on every morning. You're, you're plugged in, you're connected when you know how to do this now. Uh, that winning routine you created and you just ran with, are you enhancing that routine? Do you keep it, you know, as it as it, as it once was? Tell us a little bit about that routine. Uh, you know, my routine originally, you know, is different from what it was today, but it's been the same for about the, the last year. And I, I intend to keep it the same. It, it's working. Um, just try to get more efficient and, uh, you know, 
sell more of the people I'm in front of, but I've got a winning routine. It's kind of one of those things. If it's, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Yep. Um, but you know, when, when I think back when I first started, I remember when I talked to Ron Reed, my first, my first inclination was to go with this part-time because I, I wanted to have that safety of my other, my other, uh, in- income and yep. kind of dabble at this to see if I could be successful at this before I took the jump. Well, I, the, the day it changed for me, I, I was Googling online, you know, average uh, annual salary for a final expense agent. And I saw what it said. I, I want to say it was, I don't remember, 85, 90, something, something like that. And I knew that that, that that was going to be an improvement from what from where I was. Uh, and I knew this, the statistics that 92% don't, you know, make it past a year. Uh, but when, when I saw that, that number, that, that was average, I knew I was all in. Because I, I knew on my very worst day, I knew I would be average and it's not just because I'm so great. It's because I knew I would do whatever it took to yep. at least be average. There was no way I was not going to at least be average. And if I had average results, I was still going to improve my situation and we were going to be, be okay. And I remember when I called Ron Reed, I said, no, I, I had I had a conversation with him a few times about doing this part time. And I remember the conversation we had when I, when I said, no, I've changed my mind. We're going to go all in. Let's, let's get it going. And, and he was all about it. He was excited, you know, and, I'm so thankful I did because uh, man, the opportunity that I could have missed if I had dabbled in this and, and, and not jumped in full bore from the very beginning and, and dra- dragged my feet as far as the, you know, my learning curve in this industry. I, I might not even be sitting here talking to you today. I may, or I may be in some other industry that it can't even compare to the, you know, this and the life I get to live now. Um, so I feel, I feel blessed that I, that, I was able to, to go go all in at the very beginning because so many people want to just kind of test the water and yeah. that's not a recipe for success that that's going to lead you to spend more money, you know, down the road so you put a negative taste in your mouth because it's going to take you so long to get a taste of success because it yeah. once you get a taste of it. Oh, my goodness. Like I, I told people before, I used to have sleepless nights prior to getting started because I was terrified thinking, what if I can't do this? I've made a huge mistake. And then it was only a couple weeks in. When I realized I could do this, I had sleepless nights because I could I couldn't wake up fast enough. I didn't even. I had seven appointments the next day. I'd wake up at four a.m. thinking, you know, how much money may I make today? I have seven appointments. I couldn't. I didn't even need an alarm anymore. It it went from one end of the second to the other. And that doesn't happen if you're just you know dabbling at it and and not giving it giving it your all. Yeah, because that's a great point, and I appreciate you sharing that with us because it's you could actually add and compound stress by going one foot in, one foot out. And it's just those sleepless nights, man. I, I appreciate you sharing that with us. I want to talk about something that I think our listeners that are listening to this, whether it's, you know, two years from now or two days from now when it's, when it's out there in, in social media land, they're picking up on a winner's mindset right now. And I want to know, was that winner's mindset that you have now today, has that been with you as a young man, was it something you developed? And if it was, how did you develop that? Because going out, you get told no a lot in our business. You know, I've, we, we know some 19, 20, 25, 23-year-olds that are getting into this that, that are probably struggling with that. You know, to keep that mindset of I'm, I'm going to win. I'm going I'm to get knocked down. I'm going to get back up. When did you develop that? And, and tell us a little about your mindset towards this business. I, I think I've had that for quite some time. I think it stems back from my time playing baseball growing up. Um, I was fortunate enough to get to play college baseball and t- to get there, I, you know, I'm five, I'm five, nine. I think I grad, I think when I graduated high school, I weighed about 140. So I was always just size wise, kind of the underdog and had to prove myself. Uh, so that's the only 
way I've ever known to, to, to conduct myself uh, on and off the field. My parents raised me that way. They, they, they always instilled in me that, uh, you know, I, I was some, someone special. They could do whatever I put my mind to. And they held me to that standard as well. If I ever did not, uh, you know, give it everything I had, you know, that they let me know real quick. So it's, it's really the, the, all I've ever known. And, and I've seen the success from having that mindset. So when, when it came to jumping into this job, uh, whatever it took, was going was gonna to happen. I mean, whatever it took. There, there was nothing I wouldn't do. There wasn't a question I wouldn't ask. Uh, you know, I, I didn't let my, my own mind defeat me saying, you know, that you can't do this. What, what are the odds? You know, when I first started, it seemed like so weird that you could go door knock a house and, and make a sale. You, you could show up at someone's house and not even expecting you to be there. And, you know, you knock on the door, they, they, they're, they're thinking, who is this? Next yep. thing you know, your black friends, you're getting their social security. Uh, number their banking information like that. I was like there's no way that could possibly be true and that's just negative thoughts just telling you it can't be done and I don't know how many times I've you know door door knocked to sell a few hundred uh when I, when I thought it just seemed like a fairy tale you know yep. and so much we, we we get so hampered by our own our own minds sometimes and I still struggle with that today uh that, that's something that every agent always struggles with but one thing that really helped me is to ha have a consistent routine and, and be giving it my all and, and be prepared. Anytime I, I haven't given my effort or if I cut, cut a few days short and I have a, I have a, a rough week where I didn't meet my, my goal of uh, weekly AP, I can, feel, I can feel it mentally be more draining on me when I, when I physically did not prepare ahead of time. But when I've done my very best, I've mentally prepared, I put in the effort, I put in the activity, the number of hours throughout the week, and I had a rough week, it really don't bother me. Well, I know there's going to be days like that, but when, when you have days like that and you didn't give it all, you didn't give it all, you're all on the front end and you know in the field that week. That's when I, I really feel the kind of the despair and you start getting negative and start beating yourself up. And uh, so one thing that's very important and I've kind of instilled in the guys that I, that I've got brought on with my agency is make sure your routine is consistent and it's not, it's not just so it, it, there's something that that it, that covers so much of this job it's not just about learning uh your craft as fast as possible but it's also the mentality when you've put the work in there it's like a protective barrier you put around your, your, your mental state uh and that's one of the things that is that drives so many people out of this industry is they they can't keep a firm grip on their head uh and it's something you, you struggle with your entire career but anything you can do to help you have more control over that. You want to always do it. That's why I'm on the morning call. That's, that's part of me putting in time and effort and, and staying focused on the task at hand. If I'm not doing that and I'm cutting days short, if I have a bad week, I can just feel myself reel down. But if I put, uh, put the effort in and it doesn't go as planned, I can accept it. And I start the next week with just as much optimism as I do every single week. I love it. You've built a level of confidence because of your preparation you've built a level of confidence that you know you can do it. You know how to do it because you've done it. And that confidence coming from your preparation, you're able to take out with you every day. And that's what's missing with a lot of the new people in the business. They don't have that confidence. Maybe they haven't done as much preparation. But I love that that's part of the, the winning formula for you. And I think that if we look in many different types of you know industries and business overall, I'm not talking about cockiness. I'm not talking about arrogance. You know, preparation will breed confidence and you did all of this. I can't, I can't harp on this enough. You know, when you talk about listening to the podcast, you talk about being on the call, you talk about jumping into the training and, and just not obsessing over it, but doing it thoroughly that led you to, okay, 
I'm prepared. And then it carries you through. It's like in football, the, the fundamentals. We lean back on our fundamentals and in sports and whether it be football, baseball, whatever, you know, those fundamentals, we swing into a slump in baseball. There's one way to swing out of it you, or one way to get out of it. You got to swing out of it. Um, I absolutely love that. And I appreciate you, you letting us kind of, you know, dive in a little bit with you there on, on the mindset, because I think it's important. I want to talk about your routine just a little bit for those of those that are out there and you don't have to give all your golden nuggets away. You don't have to give all the secrets away, but uh, I'd love to know a little bit about your routine for maybe somebody who's struggling out there or a new agent that's, that's listening in. Like when you talk about being organized, you talk about having that winning routine. How do you get yourself prepared to go out and have a big day? Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't, you know, give full credit to my, my CEO that runs this, this whole organization. She, you know, she was the game changer, uh, bringing my wife on uh, to be able to uh, act as my appointment setter and my office manager. I mean, she she has spoiled me big time. I, I pretty much only have to go out and sell. I mean, that's why I don't have all it's all the other things bogging down on my, you know, on my head that can pull me away from being in the field, making sales. You know, she, she has been so, so valuable to my, my success bring, bringing her on. She's done such a, a, a magnificent job and it's been so fun to be able to share that, you know, with me and her. Uh, every time we have a great week, which is most weeks, you know, it, it's great to come home and be like, we, you know, we did it, me, me and you. Uh, so, she, you know, she's been pivotal to the, the in, increase in productivity. Uh, but, you know, as, as far as just, you know, trying to ha, ha, put, put together a good week, I, I feel like it's important to get have a good Monday. Any, anytime I have a good Monday, uh, it seems like the rest of the week just goes downhill. Um, typically, Monday's a door knocking day for me uh, while uh, my wife is at home setting appointments for Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. But, but typically that's my week is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to build a, to, to hone my skills and, 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 you know, get my craft to the point where I, I, I can have enough sales through those four days where I don't have to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and I, I love that. Occasionally I do work on a Friday, but, uh, the whole thing kind of gets started on, on Monday. If I can have a good Monday, the rest of the week just goes downhill. So putting in a lot of effort on Monday, uh, I, I like to kind of front in front load my week with the most activity with when I have the most leads that I haven't touched. Uh, and then at the, at the end of the week, it's kind of more like icing on the cake. It's, you know, how, how many more can I get past, past goal? And you know, if I get to go on Wednesday, I still try to go out on Thursday too. Now, I want to put a good Monday through Thursday through there. Um, that's typically my week. I think in two years, I may have worked three three Saturdays. You know, it's not very often. It's normally when a client needs me to come back to do something. That that's typically when I'm working on Saturday. But I try to put hard work in on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, end it on Thursday. And so far, that's been a, a working schedule for me. Uh, and I don't want to deviate from it. I like having the three-day weekend, and it works. And I'm scared to change it up, <laughs> to be honest yeah. It's been very successful for me. So what time are you out knocking on your first door? I know the morning call goes from till about 8.30 Central. What time are you knocking on that first door? If I'm door knocking 10.30 a.m. 10.30 and you're? I'll, I'll knock at 10. Not not before 10. Though. I don't want to burn a lead because I knock too early and, you know, really take somebody off for showing up and they're still in their pajamas. Um, right. 10.30 typically. Went, but I don't want to be a second late. Like, I want to be out there ready 10.30 go. Uh, and I'll work, I'll work as late, you know, till the sun goes down. So it's, it's summertime now. So I'm really enjoying these long days. Uh, you know, Christmas time comes around and it's getting dark at five o'clock. Uh, that really, li- really limits, li- limits us to, you know, door knocking hours. At least I'll run appointments after dark, but I don't, I don't like to knock doors as much after dark. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. All right. Now, and kind of as a parting shot, as we look to close this out, I'm fired up by getting you on again with some of the other guys and talking shop again. Um, fired up about that. As a parting shot, any words of encouragement for anybody who out there is, is possibly struggling, uh, looking to find that that level of success that they haven't achieved yet? Any words of encouragement for them? Um, activities, number one, you know, and, and don't don't let, let any negativity you have from a previous house don't do not carry it to the next house with you you've got to go to every single house with a lot a lot of energy with a big smile on your face being as positive as as, as, as you possibly can be uh find somebody uh if you're if your upline is not there for you like my, mine has been ron reed find somebody that can be there for you that can encourage you not just encourage you but also celebrate your victories i mean that's any anytime i, I did you know going through my career the first time i wrote ten thousand in a week we celebrated that uh the, you know the first time when i, when I wrote two hundred thousand i crawled i remember when i saw it on the board two hundred thousand for the year we celebrated that anytime you pass a milestone celebrate those moments um but then i'll always have a mindset of uh you know continuing to improve no matter how good things are always looking for improvement um and if you're struggling uh you know i just don't give up i mean fight fight struggles with extra activity if you're struggling, the, the, the remedy I would give you is increased activity. Just hit it in the teeth with more activity, more activity, more activity. You're going to you're going to get better. Uh, you know, the, the, the more you put into it, if you, if you can find someone, you know, at FS, I'm sure there's tons of people you can reach out to. I'm one of them. I'm, I love to talk, talk about this with anyone. Uh, people I, I've, I've been taught. I have been uh, contacted by numerous people at FS that I've never really met face to face. And we have long conversations. Uh, just you know picking each other's brain there's people in this organization that are more than willing to help you uh and at, at no with nothing coming to them you know they just genuinely want to see success for everyone involved with this company like, like i was talking earlier with the culture we all celebrate each other's success so if you're struggling stay positive add extra activity and reach out i mean don't, don't be too scared to reach out and talk to someone to explain what you're going through mentally physically financially whatever it may be uh, you, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't uh, use the people we have around us in this company. Well, I'm fired up, man. I, I'm thankful for your time because I know it's Friday. It's it's outside of the, the normal schedule here. and uh, But uh, I appreciate you tremendously in, in sharing some time with us. And uh, it's just awesome to hear and get a peek behind the curtain of, of what makes an elite level producer just an awesome person you know, tick and how they do what they do. So thanks again for, for sharing uh, everything with us today in the time and, and we'll do it all over again sooner than later. Hey, pleasure is mine. I, I appreciate the opportunity and yeah, in the future, I'm down anytime, but especially once I get into Medicare and annuities, we'll have some more, some more uh, things to talk about and what it was like to, to start those. Those are right around the corner for me. Absolutely. I appreciate you, Jason. If you're listening in on this right now and you'd love to have a conversation, feel free to reach out. You can go to fsnation.com. Contact numbers listed below. Just thankful for the opportunity to be able to work with amazing people like Jason, like Ron, the other guests that you've seen on the podcast previously. we got some awesome guests uh, coming up for you guys as well. Just an awesome opportunity. Super thankful for it. And uh, if you need anything, feel free to reach out. We'd love to have a conversation. And, uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the EFES podcast. For more, visit EFESNation.com and subscribe to the podcast catalog on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.